on this episode of the podcast, I will be joined by Bootal FC goalkeeper Jack McGovern. Hello. Hello, how are we doing, mate? You okay? I'm fine, how are you, Jack? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Good, how's it been? I've been busy today. Yeah, so um, just been uh, just been painting some stands today. Um, your mate Alfie, actually. Alfie Butler, Alfie Butler yeah, I've seen a video on him <laughs> on Bootle, too, which him doing and painting the stands. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've been, we've been painting loads of the stands around the ground, um, ready for the uh, ground grading coming up at the end of the month, and then obviously for football to return. So, yeah, loads of little jobs like that to do at the minute. I cannot wait for Fossey to return. Oh, no, mate. I can't wait myself. Yeah. Uh, so, get straight in. So, Sounds, you were born yeah. in... Yeah. So, you were born in Tiverton, in Devon. So, what was your what was your upbringing like? Yeah, uh, quite far away from Liverpool. So, um, but no, so yeah. I loved it. I mean, I went to... Uh, I lived proper out in the sticks in the countryside um, with my me, me mum and dad and my sister, who's about four, four years older than me and... No, absolutely loved it. Sport, sport, mad really. My dad took me to everything, got me involved in loads of sports. Had some really good mates that um, played in local football teams, and and went to two really good schools. Really, so quite small in comparison to a lot of the schools around. For example, my, my primary school there was only about seven people in my class, and then uh, South Moulton, my secondary school, was only about a hundred in our year. So quite different to some of the size schools in Liverpool. But um, no, yeah, absolutely loved my childhood. Uh, always out doing something really active and and had a lot of fun. Did you say there was only 100 when you were in secondary, only 100 in your year? In, in my second school, yeah, there was only 100, 100 people in our year. So Yeah, that's that's good. Definitely changed now because we've got 180 per year in every, every year, so it's definitely changed from ages yeah, ago. Yeah, well, obviously, it's, it's dependent on the, the, the area. That There's not many people in Devon, let's just say that, <laughs> compared to Liverpool, mate. So... <laughs> Uh, all countryside and cows. Mm. So, how old were you when you started playing sports and uh, what in school and what what did you play? What like what sports did you? Oh, know what? So, obviously, football being was was the main one, but I've always played cricket. I always alternate really um, between football and and cricket, summer and winter sports. And but I was I remember my first proper memory was I was about I think it was about. I think I was six years old for, was the first time I played in like a proper tournament and I played for the under eights team um, and I've still got a photo actually of it. Uh, we, we, we lost in the final in the tournament, but I mean, I've been kicking a ball or throwing a ball or something sporty since I was three or four years old, um, always playing in the garden with my sister. But yeah, that's when my love for football really kicked off. Um, and, I, and from then I was always playing for the school teams and, and then joined quite quickly joined uh, the local football side, South Moulton, where I went to school. There was a side there as well. So, so yeah, a young age of, of when I got involved in sport, definitely. Starting young, three and four. <laughs> yeah, I'll, be, uh, <laughs> so I'll I... probably feel it when I'm in my thirties. I'll probably feel like I'm 50. So. <laughs> Surely. So, um, <clears throat> did you play for what te- how many teams should you play for and what teams should you play for like in sh- yeah so um, so obviously you played for like school teams but then outside of school my first one was South Moulton Juniors um, when I was about six and seven and then I played for for North Moulton with uh, with my mates but when I was about 
I was about seven or eight years old, um, and I I started going to uh, a Plymouth Argyle kind of satellite um, training what? training center, um, playing as a goalkeeper when I was I was going there training as a goalkeeper because I actually got a tournament once. Me, my dad was the coach, and uh, our goalkeeper never turned up. I was a striker, and so I had to go in goal because I was obviously his son. So he forced me to go in goal and. Uh, I ended up getting spotted by a, a Plymouth Argyle scout, um, probably one of the, the biggest side in Devon at the time, being in the championship. Um, and we went to a satellite from there. And then when I was 11, I ended up getting signed by, by Plymouth. And my first game was against Everton at Finch Farm. So being an Everton fan, um, I know you're a red. But, um, being an Everton fan, yeah, that was, that was unbelievable. My first actual first full-size 11-a-side game was uh, against Everton at Finch Farm. And then played for Plymouth Argyle up until I was 15. Um, couldn't really keep up with the travelling, which was a shame. And I lived about two hours away from the training ground. So um, had to kind of sadly kind of drop out of it, which is a big regret. But um, then went and played for with my mates at North Moulton. Um, and throughout this yeah. time, I was also playing for Tiverton Town, which was obviously where I was born. So I played for them youth teams from under 12s outfield up until yeah. under 18s played in the Somerset Floodlit League and the FA Youth Cup um, and then from there I I just before I came to university in Chester I uh, was with Tiverton Town first team and was on the bench for the FA Cup when I was 17 18 which was a pretty cool experience um, and then moved up to Chester went to uh, signed for Chester Nomads and then went to Camel Lairds uh, played for the uni sides, obviously, but then um, I signed for signed for Bootle uh, about three years ago, um, and haven't yeah. haven't, <laughs> haven't looked back really. So still here now, and I play Sunday football as well outfield um, for a team called the Custom House, a little pub tied uh, alongside Bootle. But yeah, right. so you do represent two teams at the moment. Yeah, always whenever I can try and get uh, two games in a weekend, um, playing in goal on a Saturday and then up front on a Sunday. So. Uh, like they say, all goalkeepers can play outfield, but I actually do sometimes. So <laughs> versatility, goalie and a striker. <laughs> yeah, not sure which I'm worse at. Probably both. <laughs> so when you were at school and you were playing footy, did you did you ever represent your school at county level? Um, do you know what we didn't really? It's a bit diff- different, really, because. I think it's a lot more common in, in the Northwest to represent like your county school boys wise. Um, I mean, like I said, Devon, we were such a s- s- smallly like populated county. And I mean, school boys was uh, school boys didn't really happen because I was at Plymouth Argyle really. So, I mean, we had a decent school side. We actually won the, the Devon County cup um, when we were in year 11, we won the, yeah, we won the Devon County cup. Not bad for a school Smaller school in North Devon, but um, actually, I was playing in goal and actually um, scored a goal. I scored the first goal. We won two 0 and I, I scored a goal kick out my hands, uh, which was uh, which was never done that since. But um, but yeah, so schoolboys wise, it was yeah, it's not as uh, not as prevalent I think down in the southwest compared to what the competitiveness up in the in northwest of England and Liverpool really. <laughs> How did you score? From the drop, was it a drop from Ossie Hans? A couple of things. It was it was a it was windy and it was it was a small pitch. But um, I don't often tell people that bit. <laughs> so fair uh, enough. Yeah, fair enough. It, it, 
it bounced on the half on the 18 yard lot, uh, box and it bounced over the goalkeeper and he actually caught it in his in his own net um, and the linesman flagged and said it had gone in so yeah went uh, went a bit mental with, with the celebration as well <laughs> I would as well so where you um well, you say you play as a striker as well. Are you a clinical striker? You score a lot of goals. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever I say I, I score a few goals, obviously all my, all, all my teammates at Boot will just call me, call it a farmers league. But um, regardless, you still got you still have to put the ball in the net. So yeah, I've I've done all right past couple of seasons. Obviously, last season and well, this season just gone's been hammered by COVID, and and we've not really played anything. But the season before, I. I was doing quite well. I was top goal scorer in the in the second division of the Chester um, Sunday League. Scored, I think it was twenty four goals in ten games. So uh, yeah, I'll take that definitely. Bloody Ronaldo on Messi shots. <laughs> Farmers <laughs> League. That's all they'll say. So is what it is. Yeah. So when you got so uh, when you got scouted by Plymouth, did you and you probably knew at the time that they were uh, you said they were in the championship. Yeah. Uh, what was what was the experience like playing for Plymouth? It was, it was, yeah, it was a bit crazy to be fair. Because, I mean, especially my first game against Everton, um, it was at Finch Farm. So we, I travelled up the day before and went and went round the training ground beforehand. And I always remember um, Graham Graham Sharp was there and he gave us a tour around uh, the training facility. But playing against some of the teams, I like played against Arsenal. Played against um, Birmingham, a lot of the Birmingham sides, West Brom, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, um, and yeah, that was it was a bit surreal, really. And it was it was a shame I never carried it, managed to carry it on when I when I got to 15, 16, really, because the other goalkeeper I was up against is uh, now a current Premier League goalkeeper, which is a bit <laughs> always a bit of a bit of pill to swallow, really. So. Um, was uh, Christian Walton, he, he he plays for Brighton and Hove Albion. Brighton, yeah. So um, there was a, do you know what? There was a couple oh. from that our kind of cohort, really, of and that team. You had Lloyd Jones, who went and, and played for Liverpool under twenty threes, and now is captain in a f- League One side. You had Ben Purrington scored the winner at at Wembley for for Charlton, or or, or might have been Rotherham um, in the in the playoff final. And there's there's been a, quite a few that lads that have gone on to make it from that Plymouth setup. So. Um, so yeah, it was it was it, little regret, but I mean at the time it was, I mean I was travelling two hours there to get to training, and then two hours back, and I was right in the middle of the Magicia season. It was a bit of a difficult time really, so um, couldn't keep up with the travelling and, and the money of it, so had to had to drop out, which is always a bit bit of a regret. But um, obviously I wouldn't change how I turned out to be honest. So yeah, and that could you could have been Christian Walt as well. <laughs> you could have been him. To dream, but yeah, um, you, you could you could you could think about it all day and lose sleep over it, but you you can't you can't think like that really. You just got to get on with it. And like I said, I went to university in Chester and 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 then studied a master's, and I, I obviously wouldn't have had that kind of education background under my belt mm. had I have. Um, I probably wouldn't have needed to if I was a Premier League footballer. So, <laughs> <laughs> um. So did you when you she say you moved to Chester to go to university? What did you play? I play did the university because I know quite a lot yeah. now. There's a lot of university teams. Did you have did you have a university team for your uni? Yeah, we had we had four um, four men's teams. Um, I played in my first year. I was a goalkeeper in the second team, and then in my second, third, 
year I was the first team goalkeeper and then I ended up working for the university for the student union for two years um, and I played as a first team striker in my fourth and fifth year um, and then I studied a master's and played um, played in goal for me in my sixth year of university so I'm institutionalized as they say um, so yeah but no university that was arguably the most enjoyable um, football I've ever been a part of really Get, like 40 odd lads 40 50 60 lads at one time all playing football on the same day and then and then having a few drinks after it it was a lot of fun yeah well obviously until okay <laughs> well I was playing I was playing <laughs> alongside alongside it but yeah the, the social side at Bootle was fantastic and obviously with the, the, the new Frank's bar and the and the function room as well there's always the social side of the club's always been been great and I've, I've loved loved having a beer after games really is arguably the most enjoyable bit um but no obviously love the football as well so yeah do you have any do you have any funny stories that you can tell tell us about the teams you've played for or any stories in general Ooh, any funny teams um <laughs> uh, i'd probably say most of them revolve around playing on a sunday um i remember playing for the custom house um one of my first games for them was in the uh, the Chester Sunday FA Cup, um, and it was at Chester's City's ground. Um, one, I actually had gone out the night before, um, and because uh, one of my mates was leaving to go to America, so we had a few bit of a celebration leave and do for him on the Saturday night. And I turned up a little bit hungover on the Sunday for the final. Um, we won four two. I threw up on the pitch. Um, <laughs> Chester's ground, and um, but I ended up scoring two goals and we won four two. So um, if Paul Gascoigne can do it, then I can do it. <laughs> four two vomited on the pitch. Couldn't think of anything better. <laughs> Groundsman didn't like me. Oh so. God, what was is the, what was your first job after you left university? Um, so after I left my finished my masters. I ended up working for Amazon as a parcel sortation office, which was horrific. I actually got sacked on the spot. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't actually really do anything wrong. I was trying to cover for somebody else and um, and they kind of grasped. Well, they, I, I didn't want to grass on him, so I kind of took the hit. And uh, and so ended up, you got fired on the spot. Then I got a job as a Tesco's delivery driver, um, which I'm still doing at the minute, but I ended up, um, obviously doing my sport development masters I'd kind of I'd seen the investment going in at the club at Bootle and um, after a few chats with um, Joe Doran and, and Joe Johnson kind of pitched a bit of a strategy to the club using obviously what I'd learned and uh, and ended up getting a job out of it so I'm now working at, at Bootle Football Club full-time um, as a business development manager so yeah looking at how we can try and increase attendance revenue get more people um, engage in the club and how we can become a better community club are some of the things I'm working on really. That sounds it's great, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really interesting year to be fair. There's there's loads planned already. So um yeah really excited to just get going again. Yeah. So you when you joined Bootle where you said twenty seventeen, do you remember what your first game was? First game was against Penistone Church in the FA Cup. Uh we lost two one. Um and my lasting memory of it was uh like I was obviously gutted that we'd um, we'd lost, but we'd get back on the coach, and obviously it's quite far away in Yorkshire, and 
and pretty soon after all the the, the clicks of tin cans are being opened and uh, and everyone's having a few beers and it was it was great we had a great laugh on the way home obviously gutted and um but but this like how welcoming everybody was and I'll, I'll never forget those um we had actually a team night out a couple a couple of weeks after um and obviously with me living in chester i i'd booked a hotel in liverpool so i could stay on the, on the night out after and um on the on the coach to the away game everybody had done a whip around for me to pay for my hotel room uh, which was a nice gesture and that that stuck with me really and it made me realize i was like yeah this is this is a definitely a club i want to be at and and stay at and um I think when when you see little things like that, that that's probably what makes a difference. I think and what makes people stick around. And and here I am, three years later, working at the club full time and still playing here. So, yeah, it's such a welcoming club, and the social side of it is just brilliant, and it it keeps you around. That is that's what a whiff around. That's like so literally all the all players, the players on supporters, the coach, ma- management, you, you, you. all put in some money and paid for my hotel, which was like I think the hotel in in Liverpool for the night was about eighty odd quid. And they'd all—I didn't pay a penny of it, which was, uh, yeah, it got me. To be fair, no, I've never really had that um, kind of experience, really. And it—I mean, considering I'd only just joined, wasn't a wasn't a scouser, didn't speak like a scouser, um, got got battered for being a wall, basically. And uh, but to then to oh, then oh, do oh. that was, yeah, it made me certainly feel part of the team and and part of the club. Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of what a lot of people say. You don't, you don't speak to the accent, you're a little wall or something like <laughs> well, that. Well, uh, my, my dad was born in Crosby, Waterloo, so even that's a little bit, a uh, little bit woolly. But I've, I, I've got, I've got, I, I know the area. I've, I've been coming up since I was a little kid, going and watching Everton. Used to come up with West Country Blues. Hey, um, <laughs> get out! Used to come up on a supporters coach from Taunton um, six or seven times a year for all the home games. Used to take five hours there, five hours back, and and then since moving to Chester, I I've, I've got a season ticket about five or six years ago, and been going every game since really. Yeah, to be honest, I've, I have a bit of respect for Everton somehow because I used to play. Did you? When oh, I was how could you do that? You can't be a red and play for the Blues. There's loads of them. To well, be fair. Yeah. I wouldn't let that touch my skin, that that clothing. So, well, <laughs> if Jamie Carragher can, then. <laughs> <I> <laughs> I'll let you off. I'll let you off. Can I? Can I? Can. So, are there any particular games when you've been at Bootle that stick out for you? Like, wow, what a game or something yeah, like I'd, that. Yeah, uh, a couple really. I'd say um, there's two. One, one obviously, because I I'd, play, I'd played and done quite well. There was um, played against Vauxhall Motors in the uh, the cup, the Macron Cup, and um, ended up saving two penalties in the penalty shootout and. And um, and one on on penalties, which was good. Um, another random one played in a friendly, scored up front for Bootle, which was uh, against Ashton. Chris Stammers was the the coach for them, so nobody remembers that because nobody was there. But that happened, <laughs> um, so I can say I've scored for Bootle. And then uh, and then I'd probably say the second to last game of the season against City of Liverpool, when there was about fourteen hundred people here. Um, yeah, that's your. Yeah, I was it was rocking. Um, I was on the bench, but um, such is the life of a goalkeeper. Um, How they do that? I, I know, um, <laughs> but no. Uh, just even to be a part of it was un- unreal. To be fair, and then obviously winning and and taking it down to the last game of the season after an unbeaten run of twenty odd games, winning streak. So it was that was a great game. 
So it'd be great to get that kind of attendance right. next season for a few games. Just just about to come on to that <laughs> as well with the 2018-19 season and you you're saying just then about the City Liverpool game. I'm sh- sure I was, I was definitely at the last game yeah. of the season against Northwich Victoria. Yeah. And you you obviously said you won 20, 20 games. I think, yeah, I think it was 20 or 21 games on the bounce we won. And I was literally on my phone for like the whole check in the City of Liverpool <laughs> score. I'm sure that they were playing away at Livland Remacher. Yeah. They? I think that's where they were playing. Livland Remacher. I remember keep checking the score. And, that, that it might have been um, Erlem or somewhere like that. Yeah, it was something like that. I can't <laughs> Um. And then I kept just kept checking my phone, and then when Norfolk got you, were you in golf? No, that not game? for that one. Did no, I was. Um, Ryan Jones was playing that one. Ryan, oh Ryan Jones, yeah. So that game finished one yeah, one. One one, and they. Went... I'd never forget watching that video of them celebrating when they found out we drew and they'd won. That was grim. Oh, did they? Did they? Um, did they beat? The, did they beat? Yeah, the they they, they won two 0 to then go and win the league, which was. Uh, Pretty grim, <laughs> Still, but we'll, we'll get our own back. We'll, we'll we'll get there next season. So, were you? Were, so were you? Were you ahead of them going in before the last game of the season? Were you yeah, we were. League? We were top of the league, so we we beat them second to last game of the season to go um, joint top. But we were above on goal difference, so um, it was in our hands. Really, they had to. We we just had to win. Um, or if if we drew, they had to draw. Or if we lost, they had to lose, kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, it was in our hands, but unfortunately, it wasn't wasn't our day. Ah uh, well, well, he's just definitely done that well, bloody. To, to get there, yeah, it was just a shame we couldn't finish it yeah. off. Yeah. So did that after that season? Did the disappointment of that give you as a player and all the players as coaches give you a? a bigger incentive to go at one better for the following Definitely, season. Definitely, I think, I think you can see that. I mean, obviously, the season got null and voided in the end, but you could see that with how well we were doing. We were second in the league and um, we were just starting to get on a good roll again and, and, and certainly looking to cement our place to go up um, as one of the three teams in that league that season. So it's a shame it got, got null and voided, really. Um, and then, obviously, same again, the season just gone, um, won three out of three and started the season really strong. It's such a shame. It's just all been been uh, been shut off because of uh, the pandemic, really. Yeah. Well, honestly, because we, we always seem every season to go on like massive runs or and then just something happens. And then we were both set. We were second and we were on a, a roll. And then because they changed the entire landscape, yeah. the media, it was... Three, it was instead of one going up as the champions, it was going to send three. So law, isn't it? When we finished the season second the, the year before, and only one goes up, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a I know, yeah, definitely well. was still, still hurts talking so, about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you were in a really good position. Um, how frustrating was that for all the team? Yeah, that was, was gutted, but do you know what? Even like we, we it, yeah, it's been it's been tough. I think everybody now is just at the point that they just want to play football, um, whether it's competitive or not competitive. Everybody just wants to get out and get back to normal. So, I'm sure you're the same, mate. Obviously, the Bootle Bucks starting up at the end of this month, oh, I can't um, wait. start of April. So, 
Um, the groundsman's just cut the pitch today and it's looking good. So uh, you'll be back on it in, in, in no time. And it's uh, raring to go, I'm sure. Two weeks on Saturday. Oh, two weeks tomorrow. How nice is that to say? Uh, I'm playing football in two weeks. Oh, no, and I use, use, use might have to wait like two months or like whatever you use after. Hopefully, not, which... to, not that much longer, really. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. Wish it was tomorrow, but you know. Oh, no, don't. Life. Don't. Hopefully, hopefully it comes around <laughs> quite quick anyway. So, yeah. So, the, the ground, like the uh, Berry Street Gas Stadium, that's taught my. Um, it's changed a lot, like the pitch and like the stands. It looks really good now because we train, we train on it, and we've been allowed to train on it, which is boss. Yeah, do you enjoy and it? Yeah. Pack- oh yeah, look, it's mean. I wouldn't really care. I don't really care where we play. To be honest, as long as I play football, I'm. But playing on the pitch is like it's. I played on the pitch a few times. Like I've been on the pitch a few times. I remember playing a tournament when we only just started yeah. on the pitch. Um, had a few fans there, but. Um. Yeah, it was good. It's like I like playing on the pitch. Um. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's a nice. It's a nice pitch. You're not going to get many better in the in non-league, really. So, uh, no, so no, make the most of it. <laughs> what everyone thinks. It's probably the, it's probably the nicest pitch in non-league because everyone has like proper horrible muddy pitches, <laughs> and every time they go by, you just slip over and smack I'll, uh, off. I'll pass on your regards to the groundsman. <laughs> This is for you, groundsman. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was with boss, so I mean, I'm sure the groundsman, everyone out there, work works hard for that. Yeah, well, the stands are you and Alfie Butler painting. Yeah, them. well, Alfie Alfie comes every Friday. Um, he's doing an apprenticeship with us, so um, there's loads of stuff that he's doing. So it's like grounds and maintenance um, is is kind of the focus of his apprenticeship. So no, he's doing really well. Whether it's painting or cutting grass or Helping build fences, he's he's always uh, always willing to help and doing really well. So, be good to get like a bit of a, a club action day, like a volunteer day booked in in the future when uh, when we can all socialise together and and go through the whole ground and get it looking nice for everybody. Yeah, do you think the way they done the new pitch will suit you better because like you at Bootle FC better because you are just used to playing on horrible muddy pitches <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's certainly a mix isn't there in our league there's there's some are on astros some um some are on on mud baths but there, there's some okay pitches as well but yeah i think everybody really enjoys coming and playing at bootle um especially now with the new pitch um it's actually having a renovation in the summer so um it's get the the top layer of it's getting ripped up and then relayed again so it'll be immaculate comes august september start of the new season Hopefully, no more pussy pandemics. Oh, no, yeah, fingers crossed, mate. So, well, you've the whole time you've played the bootle from 2017 onwards. Who are they, the best players that you've played with? And I know you thought you'll probably say all of them, but you'd have to. You, can't, you can't be doing that to me. Um, <laughs> who do I enjoy? Who do I enjoy watching the most? I would say uh, Kieran Allegan is 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 a mental right back. Um, so I've always enjoyed watching him and Carbo on full back bombing on and, and cutting in. Um, tough. Carl Piers, obviously when he, when he's on form is, is unbelievable um, scoring goals oh, all the oh, time. Yeah, so Carl always comes to last session. Yeah. And, and, and similar with um, in my first year, Coxie was, was banging in the goals with, uh, with Steve Jones and Carl. Oh, so that was a great little, Coxie and Steve yeah, Jones. Was a great little partnership. partnership. So, 
Um, there's loads. I could go through the whole side, but yeah, they're, they're, they're some of the ones probably that stand out the most. Um, Connor Millington, always enjoy watching watching some of the goals he's scored as well. And um, So yeah, it's good. They're the ones I'd pick. Yeah, yeah I've got very fond memories of what do you in goal with him? Steve Jones, Ryan Cox, Mikey Ordish when he was the yeah. boss. Back now, isn't he, Mr. Ordish? Is he back? Yeah, yeah, he's back. He'll be. Uh, he played a, played a couple of games this season. Well, the season that's just gone. So, yeah, he's uh, hopefully sticking around. So, you'll have to you'll have to come and say hi to him when he's back. Oh yeah, boss. So, do you have your do you have your coaching badges? Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I was supposed I was booked soon, in. Or... I was supposed to be booked in this sum, uh, last summer with Liverpool County FA to do my level one. Um, arguably, should just be going straight onto a, a level two. Really, I've done enough enough coaching. I do coaching with Ryan Jones as well, um, goalkeeper coaching that we've been doing over the last year or year and a bit. So, um, don't actually have any coaching qualifications really because the pandemic wouldn't, wouldn't have let me do my level one, which I would have had by now, but. Uh, definitely something I'm wanting to to do anyway. So, and obviously every now and then, whenever I can, try and pop down to the inclusion and and uh, and lend a hand. So, that's my coaching experience, really. Yeah, because I was just to say, I remember you. I know the first team players. Yeah. I swear, Mikey, Mikey, yeah, Mikey used to come times. down a few years, a couple of years ago. Um, Carl Pierce now. He's obviously there at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, and used to do coaching with us, and we really, really it's enjoy great it. Fun, isn't um, it. It's great. We'll, um, I'm I'm moving to yeah, Liverpool next good. month, hopefully, so uh, I'll be able to come down a lot more anyway. So, um, so yeah, moving yeah. just near just near the race course, so I'll probably never leave the ground. Um, <laughs> too close as it is. Yeah, it means a lot to be honest with you. You've got like having players like like yourself and Mikey and Carl coming down, so. It's honestly, it's the boss and the support that Bootle FC give our team is just it's mad. Well, so. it's, it's great because I mean, it's it's replicated. Obviously, a lot of the Bootle Box inclusion come down and watch our games, and it's great to have people coming and watching us in return and and being our mascots and vice versa when we were your mascots for for one of the games. So, yeah, no, it's it, it's a, it's a great partnership <laughs> with the Bootle Box inclusion, and um, I think that's one of the best setups in the country of of what they do. So. Um, definitely lucky to be to be on our doorstep and associated with us. Yeah, oh god, yeah, I remember the I remember the game we used with the mascots. I can't remember who I walked <laughs> out with, but I remember it. I remember it's it. It's funny that wasn't it. But, yeah, the, I can't remember the score. I can't remember the score of that game, but I remember who we played. Um, so when you fit, Joe, when you finish playing, which is hopefully not, which is not soon, or a planned or anything, do you have any? Anything planned for the future? I would say, well, my dad stopped playing football, competitive football, when he was, uh, I think it was 61. I think he played a game of football. I played a game of football with my dad when he was 61, 62, and he was in goal. So when I, I've always said, when I can't play competitive football, I'll go and play walking football. When I can't play walking football, I'll go and play carry on playing cricket. I'll play cricket in the summer anyway. And then when I can't play cricket, I'll play chess. When I can't play chess, I'll play a blinking contest. Whatever it is, I'll <laughs> stay competitive until I pop my clogs, really. So, yeah, that's, that's the plan. I, I can see myself, yeah, massively competitive. Um, <laughs> but I could definitely see myself going and, and doing some coaching as well and um, and getting more into that. Really enjoy the coaching side of things as well. So, 
So, yeah, definitely on the cards. Just not yet. Loads of playing time left yet. Which is good. Which is good. So, um, thank you for coming on today, right. Jack. It was really nice to speak to That's you. That's right. Well, I've got, I've got one, um, one question for you. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so basically, obviously, um, I've listened to the last, last couple of your podcasts. I li- listened to the one with um, Craig Kelly. Um, I think your yeah. your interview technique is is really really good, um, and at the minute we're we're looking at increasing our kind of media outlet with the first team. So um, I don't know whether you'd you'd want to, but um, for next season, whether you'd want to come down and um, and get involved and be a part of the media team on a Saturday with the first team. How does that sound? Oh my god! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> yes. Does that sound all oh, right? Yeah, that'd be boss. I love that. Cool. So we're getting, um, hopefully, getting a couple of students on placements and and increasing kind of the stuff that we're doing on a match day with our media and throughout the week as well. So um, it would be great for you to kind of carry on what you're doing and learning from them and um, and 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 wherever we can help you out with your with your media side of, of stuff, then we'd be more than happy. But yeah, you're doing really well. Really enjoying the podcast. So so keep them going. Oh, thanks very much. Sound good. Yeah, oh my god, amazing. <laughs> Good stuff. You'll, you'll, you'll have to get a tracky one of ours now as well. You'll get the tracksuits. Let's go, yes! <laughs> all right, thanks for coming. All right, on, mate, man. speak soon, all right? Yeah, bye. Ciao, bye bye.